Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. That's Nick. You can find us at the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook. Or go down the, download the HyperClean app. It's a HyperClean store app. Nick, I'm jittery already today. It's a big day. It's been super fun. It's crazy going into it. But before we get into what's so special today, listen, let's hop into a little buy and sell. While you're doing your buy and sell, I'm going to give a shout out. Kevin, thanks so much. Kevin sent me uh, not only uh, it's the same Kevin Creighton that uh, came and brought me the hat at Mobile Tech, but he also sent me over some pumpkin ale shipyard, my second favorite. And listen, this is where it's going to get really interesting. We've got uh, we've got a rimmer, and uh, we we know how you feel about rimmers, so uh, you know yeah, we can just skip right over that and go straight into your buy and sell there, Nick. Okay, so I'm actually buying something. Got a. Uh... I got a hundred percent success rate here right now in my life. Everyone in my life, all my team, all my family, all sick with the same flu, 100 batting 100%, which has to be the first time in my life. So this weekend I got to hang out at the house, taking care of uh, the duties of a sick household. So I got to mess around on TikTok. I got to say nothing's more fun to me than car videos. And I love this car video in particular that I saw a thousand times in a thousand different ways. Oh man, look at this Ford. You know, they're always breaking down. That's why I buy Chevy. That's why I buy Dodge. That's why my Ferrari's better than your BMW. Hey Marty, have you ever bought a car that doesn't break? Isn't that why you have mechanics? Like that is my most fun video to watch. I don't know. It's like a guilty pleasure of listening to some guy say why he buys his car while he's working on it and going, this is why I don't buy Fords. I'm like, doesn't every car in the world break down? It's like the most, it's just like a guilty pleasure. I'm buying car content of this type because it makes it sound like the car they chose doesn't break down. So, right, there's there's a mechanic for every single car that's ever existed. Why? Because they break down. Oh, my Dodge is better than this because it doesn't break down while I'm fixing it. I'm like, uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to buy funny car content. I know it's not funny to most people, but I, I absolutely love those videos. Uh, the the post in the HyperClean Specialist group where there's three Dodges out in the- <laughs> As somebody said, this is a tr- local transmission shop or something. <laughs> by, by the way, I have every kind of car in my life. I realized that I left out of the Saturday episode. I have Tundras. I have Dodge Rams. I've had F-150s in my business. I'm not brand loyal. So I've kind of experienced them all there, Marty. Yeah. Listen, one thing you need to experience is a uh, a rimmer. Uh, on a shipyard pumpkin. Now, listen, man, this is incredible. So Kevin sent a rimmer. It's got sugar and spices. Yeah, we know what that does. Makes everything nicer, right? Like, and it's great. You got sugar. You got some little spice mixed in within the pumpkin beer. Dude, you're missing out. Wow. I know. I didn't get any, so that'll come out of your pay. I mean, that's. I'll be like, how much does all this stuff add up to? And we're going to go ahead and take it out of your pay. Hope it's worth it. Mm, that's delicious don't worry I, I already sent kevin the money <laughs> got it 
No, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Definitely. Uh, all right. So I'm buying and selling this week and I I'm, I'm doing a little bit of twofold, little buy, sell twofold action. I know you never abide by the rules. You got to buy or you got to sell. Are you the guy that does? I mean, come on, man. That's you why I give all the guys. That's why I give all the guys a hard time on the community pub when they do it to me. <laughs> it's like, God damn, this is like 10 weeks in a row. I'm going to do a little bit of both out here. It's like, God damn, dude. Can we get you to just buy or sell? Or I know Tulsa city schools aren't the best, but, or means one or the other. Hey, we're 48th out of 50 in, uh, in the U S in uh, I can education. Tell. Yeah. Arkansas, Mississippi, they're our, our best friends. Cause without them, we'd be 50. Uh, I hear that. Alaska. How do we get beat by Alaska? How the hell does that happen? Cause they understand or mm. buy or sell. Oh, I thought they it was buy yourself. Like you're, <laughs> you know, you are. That's what I thought it was. Uh, I buy it. yourself. All uh, right. But so, you know, I was this weekend, I was out. We all know it's a great time going out to Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, actually, we have one of the top Oktoberfest in the world in Tulsa. It's really strange. But it's because there's education, there's food, food, all kinds of food. The best, though, is the music, right? And I got to watch this dude use a violin whatever that's called you would know right i think don't you, you didn't you use string a, a violin string or a fit well but whatever that handle thing is it has the i don't uh, know bow. What the, the bow there you go see you would know he was using a violin bow and a saw and oh, he wow. was making it sound like this lady was like singing opera and so uh, this full group of people back now, of course, we were all drinking. So it sounded exactly like the opera. Right. <laughs> but I guess it was some type of German music that they do. And that's what's so unique about our Oktoberfest is it's heavily German influence and talking about all the cool things about the culture. And you're going to go hefty over Budweiser. Of course, we all know that. Right. It makes it better. The difficult one, though, was strudel versus funnel cake. Right. I like strudel. Oh yeah, we did a we did a a cheese a cheesecake strudel. Oh yeah, I'm oh, done. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. Right, that's why I was like, oh, I can't, you know, but I just bought the fair, but I, I just might have to turn around and sell the fair because I'm buying I'm buying Oktoberfest, man. Twenty five dollar all you can ride. The kid just goes and plays, and we get to sit there and pounding away beers. It was awesome, great. The best part though is you got to really wonder what are the carnies like at an Oktoberfest versus the ones at the fair. And my deal with Oktoberfest is why I don't do any of those rides anymore is years ago, a long time ago, you know, you're younger, you get talked into chugging oh, yeah. down your beer and then you go get on that spinny one. And it's that cool one, you know, that as it goes faster, you, you oh, start yeah. to raise up. Yeah, yeah. And you can't move your hands. You can't do stuff, yeah. right? Like it's a lot of fun doing it. So kid gets, super addicted to it and i go up and i'm taking this picture and i'm coming back down off thing the guy's like you don't want to go i'm like no man i, I did on one back in the early 2000s i don't do it again he goes oh i remember those like i mean he he said it like he was there in the early 2000s and so i start kind of looking around and i'd seen him like pulling levers and stuff but i started looking at him like wait that's a string that he puts on to hold this thing. And I look at him, there's a bucket of, we all know a hydraulic fluid and he's got yeah. wrenches over here. And I look at the way it's sitting. Y'all been camping. You've been out and you've seen where people have to like, they're cranking down and they got blocks of wood underneath to get it. And there's kids like fucking flying around going crazy. <laughs> and it's all sitting on blocks of wood and some guy with a hydraulic yeah. pump and a rope, like getting it all set up. And I'm like, 
wow, this hey. guy probably has been coming. And he even goes, I'll see you <laughs> next year. Like he has been coming. He's probably the guy that made me throw up on that oh, ride yeah. back in the early 2000s i bet hey let me let me piggyback have you seen the videos of this dude that handles one of those rides where people drop to the ground and it's getting million he's getting millions of views because uh-huh. he he's got this big electronic button that he hits and he goes oh wait a minute it's flashing to me that i haven't strapped in your harness and he starts walking around and he hits the button after he tells the people that <laughs> have you seen that no and they oh, go flying dude it's hilarious he goes oh you know what it's flashing that i didn't actually strap you in and a guy goes oh, okay come strap me in and then he hits the button <laughs> dude you gotta find these videos i gotta send these videos into the hyper clean specialist group this guy is just gnarly he's like oh man i haven't strapped you in properly it's flashing at me and then he just hits the button and the guy i mean could you imagine oh dude it's hilarious all right so let's talk we got a big launch today it's a big fun day here at hyper clean here's the community everybody's going to get a great little additive into their uh car care arsenal their new hyper clean product uh, family has grown and we welcome in a spray coat, hyper clean spray coat. The very first thing that people are going to see when they get the bottleneck is the redesign. Oh, we yeah. haven't even talked about it, yeah, haven't we haven't even talk- actually. but that label redesign freshly clean. Now it's not our finished labels. We're going to have more. This is our intermediate labels, but yep. matte finish to it. We've now finished out. We got some instructions, like many people started asking for. Little design yep. over on the side, super clean. We we both are in love. We love the design. Yeah, no, I originally this was our idea in our head. Remember, we wanted a super clean label. We just didn't know how to get there. It kind of took some experience designing our labels. This is the kind of fun part, guys. It's a small business, right? It's me and Marty. It's our brainchild, what we're doing with the HyperClean brand. And you kind of put some labels out there and you go, ah, I'd have done this different. But when you got thousands upon thousands of labels purchased, it's hard to do this full-scale redesign, right? Like that's just the economics of this whole thing. And we don't hide from that. We make sure we include you guys in that. And so you'll see that a lot of the fluff has been taken away. And so now what you have is this kind of blacked out, matte finish against the the glossy bottle and it really looks great and and like marty said these are sort of a stopgap. we have a brand new label company that we're going to be working with that we got to purchase tens of thousands of labels from to work with right like they are professional of the professional and so when you see our finished product uh, i think it's going to blow your socks off even even more than spray coat and Spray coat looks pretty insane. I got a couple bottles here. Like this is how, for people that don't understand, you know, Marty and HQ has all of our products. So I kind of experience it like all of you do. I actually don't have like a hundred bottles of spray coat here. I have a couple, right? Like this is the thing we should share. I get to experience it a few days before everyone else. But just so everybody knows, I didn't get my finished bottles of spray coat, the actual done like a customer would until Friday, late Thursday, Friday morning. So you guys are going to basically have access to a, just a couple of days after I got access to the final product. Yeah. A lot of that's timing, right? Which is the second thing that I think people are going to love about spray coat is the timing aspect. Not Timing's twofold, right? It's twofold around the product because I also love the time frame of where we're at, right? 
It's late fall. People are, are running out to shows. People are running, which we'll talk about, right? The time frame of needing a product like Spray Coat has never been any more valuable than right now. Everybody's always hunting time. We're always trying to save time. We're always trying to go quicker. We're always trying to be more, you know, well, faster, better, right? You could Efficient. run through every, yeah. in every single one of those words. You could run through them. And so being able to put out a product that is going to do all that right now at this time is very valuable. Yeah. So, you know, so everybody knows, let's kind of break it down. This is basically a spray and rinse ceramic. It's basically an instant ceramic type of product. And what is that useful for? I mean, let's start there. You got no protection on a car. You need to get protection on it quickly. There's nothing easier than spraying a couple spritzes on a hood and rinsing it off. And all of a sudden you see the hydrophobic properties, you see the ceramic type properties. And a lot it's of the videos, a lot of the videos that we're going to put out will have that exact because we wanted to test and wanted to be specific. Yep. One of them, it's an old Chevy car that has a, a bumper that's halfway shooting out because we wanted to show how valuable it could be on a vehicle like that. Yeah. And, and, and so you have all of these different aspects of where does this product come in? This can be a maintenance product. This can be a standalone product. This can boost a waxed car, can boost a sealant car. Uh, you know, it can boost a ceramic coated car, a PPF car. This is a universal product. This is the thing that we have to, to get out there is this is spray on, rinse off. The rinse activates the whole system. If you notice, not a lot of companies offer this type of product. This is our product. This is not available anywhere else. This is manufactured at our facility, which is something we're going to start talking about a lot more here at HyperClean is things are going to be completely done American made at our place. And so when you look at this product, that's something to keep in mind. Here's the other thing that I noticed because I got the final product on Thursday night, Friday morning. We used it Friday is the smell. Very pleasant. Okay. It's not harsh. We tone down that, that solvent, harsh type smell you get from ceramic products. It's pleasant. Spray a couple spritzes on a panel, rinse it. You're basically done with the, the, the application process. I, I think it's hard to beat that type of experience. Speed, right? That experience oh, yeah. equals speed. Equals the ability to go through a wash a car, spray on spray coat, rinse it off, and not only have I protected the vehicle, but that the drying, how quickly you can go through and dry your car afterwards. And you got to talk about the shine too. As oh, you yeah. used it uh, on Friday and, and you began to experience it more, something we've been really dialing in here is not only because part of the aspect of a, a, of a overbuilt, you know, product is the user-friendly experience. You talked about the scent. I also think, I sit back and I look at the car and I just go, wow. That yeah, no. And, wow. and, you know, people can go, look, I, I posted a Ferrari 812 super fast that we had to do a replacement hood piece uh, PPF that I talked about on the episode Saturday. Go check out that car. I, I gave a video, a quick walk around in that video. You know, we used an unreleased tire shine on that video on that car. We released or we used spray coat on the paint. We didn't use anything else. We didn't go and coat that paint. That paint has actually got HyperClean Uno on it because it's such, you know, low mileage type of driving experience. But all the pop came back using spray coat, right? 
this car was pretty heavily, you know, dirty. We hadn't seen it in a minute. Here we go, man. We're ready to go. And, and spray coat just provided. And my guys got to experience spray coat on Friday and they go, this can't be real. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is a done deal. Like this is, this is it. They were just impressed with man, two spritzes on the door. Uh, let's kind of talk about the most important part of this product. I think, let me give that now. Let's talk about it, Marty, what you can do on your rims. This had matte black, by the way, had carbon ceramic brakes, which this is completely safe for, uh, by the way, which are pretty damn finicky. If you ask me to put this on satin black rims that can easily collect at least dirt dust from the road those types of things not so much brake dust because of carbon ceramics able to add protection in seconds i think that's the coolest thing about this product yeah we we began as we began to experience it here and began to you know go through our testings and what we were trying to really figure out and finish out right i did that and it kind of did shock me and i go oh because, yeah, most people just think of, we talk about protecting paint. We talk about spraying stuff on the paint. Many people do forget, what about rims? And yep. how incredibly easy it is to maintain a car, maintain a car professionally or your own car. The hardest part many times after you've washed everything and you got it all, is getting down and having to scrub off rims. Or you're like, I got to use, you know, I get it. Fuego's an incredible wheel cleaner. But if I could spray spray coat on after I rinse off a car, it's going to be a lot easier next time. I, you know, I, I, we don't want to say this, but you might use less Fuego. <laughs> you know, it is what yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, you're going to spray spray coat on and you're not yep. going to need as much product to go clean your rim the next time. Yeah. And this is why we say it's so important to be in the specialist group on Facebook. You know, we had a guy share a Porsche, notorious brake dust. German brake dust is unlike anything else. Had black rims that had completely been ruined, right? just had the brake dust, uh, the, you know, what I call that red hue to black rims you get when you just let brake dust bake into those rims, you know, you can't really polish them because you're going to take away that matte satin look. You're going to gloss them up. So now they're headed back to the powder coater. This person had a twofold problem, didn't maintain the car, but also didn't have any easy protection on those rims. You look at spray coat now. And again, this is what what you want is to not think of this as a replacement of something else. This is a product about when I need quick protection, when I just want to add some pop to the car, when I don't have a lot of time, Hey, I got a customer that's not willing to pay uh, for, for an application of, of let's say me going around the car heavily with slick or something like that. How do I give somebody or myself at my car a little pop, a little protection. And look, this is heavy on protection, man. This is months of protection. And again, we need to talk about protection properly, right? Yeah, because that's what everybody's going to ask. Well, how long does it last, Nick? I'm a little bit mad at our industry because we don't tell people the truth. You know how long protection lasts? As long as you maintain the protection. I can get a one-year coating to last three years. I can get a three-year coating to last a year. You've watched it. The same with these types of products. Because of the instantaneous nature of these types of products, I personally would use it every time I felt like I needed to use it. If that was weekly, it'd be weekly. 
I wouldn't think about the longevity, although this has so much active ingredient, you're going to get months out of it. Okay. Industry terms, you know, you're going to get 12 washes. You're going to get three months. You're going to, okay. But we all know if I go through some heavy salt, all of a sudden my coating is under fire. If I don't start cleaning up my coating, is it going to last its full lifetime? If I just leave salt on there every winter, the answer is no. We got to start talking about protection and this is made to be easy for you to use it a lot. All right. Let's, let's, let's chase that little rabbit for a second, even side inside of the product discussion, because it's interesting. I, I wonder why do we always choose a window and go shoot for the last part of it? Why do we say that it's going to last up to, let's just, you said three months on other set, right? Let's just use that. So then why do we determine it as, well, you don't put it back on until it's determined that three months is over. Like I, that to me has always been the strange part, even back when there were sealants and it was six months, it was like, yeah, but get it done every quarter. What? There's no reason to wait for six months. Would you want to yeah. wait till it's all the way finished? Why would you want to do that? You want to just reinforce what you have. Yeah. And I, I kind of go back to the, let's even take it to the easier stuff. The express waxes that came out. Ah, express wax last 30 days. Okay. But you're here. It takes like an extra three and a half minutes to put express wax on this car. Well, you just did it last week. Well, so what? Let me price it accordingly to keep applying it. And you can go to now of a product like Slick, or you can go to a product like this. This product really is about convenience and about an exceptional level of protection. You're exactly right. Why so many people automatically go? I mean, look, Uno gets sold all the time as an 18-month protection because guys in their area get 18 plus months of protection out of that. I'm all for it, but I never talk about protection unless we start talking about how you're going to maintain a vehicle. And that's one thing for whatever reason, our industry just keeps leaving out that part of the conversation. We don't leave it out here. So spray coat, look, man, it's months of protection. I would say it's so simple to put a couple spritzes on each panel and 10 seconds around the car. I'll never take it to the end of time and how long it lasts but we've seen in our testing we've seen some cars get four to six months we've seen cars get three months we've seen cars that are driven a certain way get two months look man this is a robust protectant but like you said stop living your life about how long something's going to last and just use it every time you take care of your car you're going to be fine all right so no doubt spray coat uh, Kevin did a great job sending the rimmer spray coat as a rimmer product as well. But let's go over the process, like you said, because two spritzes on a panel, that's when you put it on your brand new, right? It, for yep. me, and if you've got something like we worked on that's a little bit older, that doesn't have anything, it's been neglected, you can get instant, and this is one of the parts that we love about it, you get instant hydrophobics, instant protection, you're going to take a little bit more than two spritzes if, if your car has been completely neglected. Well, this is where we can kind of get into a separate conversation, right? Is about process. I got a car in front of me and it's super neglected. I'm always going to think I got to use a little stronger soap. I got to have TRX at a little stronger dilution. I got to have, uh, you know, make sure I really get a lot of fuego into all the nooks and crannies of the rim I look at a neglected vehicle differently. So the same would be when I went to use slick or when I go to use spray coat, I'm going to load it up a little more. I got a neglected vehicle. 
far too many people are looking for the cookie cutter answer and not realizing there's times that I'm going to have to use a stronger chemical. And that goes for protection. I mean, you've been on, let's take brand new satin black rims that, that we have a video on Instagram. And I think everywhere that I had that $215,000 Rubicon and I shot the video. Those were incredibly porous rims. They didn't want a rim coating. I had to spray a little bit more slick on there. They weren't neglected. They were brand new. But I had to spray some more on there because they'd never been introduced to that chemical, right? So I wanted to soak in. I wanted to, to get that porous surface a little more protected. We got to analyze each car in each situation and realize part of being a great DIY, taking care of your car, or being a professional has to be assessing the situation assess the situation you're in. And like you said, you come up on a vehicle that hasn't had protection on it in five years and you want to spray one spritz of spray coat. Look, man, that's, that's, that's not going to work. Uh, but so we got rims, we got paint, no problem. And listen, you can put it all over. Let's, let's not, let's not stop there. I mean, what it does on windshields and instant oh, yeah. protection, instant hydrophobics and going through rain. Many times people say, yeah, you know, you got coatings they are great. And you add this to reinforce our glass coating. Well, yep. the term we love is actually build. What you start build. doing is when you wash with ceramic snow, you, you add then <laughs> spray coat, you start doing these things. You begin to build protection. We go back to, there's no reason to wait till the end. If you will just keep building and what does keep building do? It does that magic word, Nick, that very few people in the industry talk about besides us is maintaining. The ability to maintain your car at a pristine level, your car, a customer's car, whoever's car, using spray coat is going to be the way to do it. Yeah, and you start to reinforce things, right? So you start to reinforce the layer before it. I got glass coating on my windshield. I got slick on top of it. I don't have time to do slick on the windshield today. I put spray coat on top. Now I got Uno slick reinforced with spray coat the next time i i i get to take care of my car i use slick on the windshield then i use glass cleaner the next time which has protection in it all of these types of things understand start to reinforce your protective nature and i know it seems like overkill but nothing's overkill if you love your car if you want to take your cut care of your customer's car on elite level it takes an elite process and this is a process that, that we've been at for now, you know, going on our 13th year when the, when the calendar turns as a company VR. And I'll continue to say, man, any product that can make it easier. And now you got spray coat, being able to put it on whims, rims quickly every week. It's like, that's just such a no brainer because it's hard to price in taking slick or a spray sealant tight, you know, spray ceramic and get down there each little spoke, man. Now I can kind of, liberally get this on a rim it's an exciting product but again it's part of a process right like you said it's part of building part of building those layers of protection it's not a one size fits all all right so there is some theories as many people in the industry uh you know go through that there is a one size fits all to some things right like universal versus being a specialist right let's go into a little bit different talk of process um, but an overall, I guess, umbrella thought of process, because, you, you know, we said we could walk up on a car and see a car a couple different ways. Basically, we want to say there's three different types of cars that you basically could walk up onto. So, you know, many people will 
and I have in the past, you'll use one soap, right? Like use one soap to wash every car, use one cleaner to do all of this. And I, I basically considered myself that way when I owned a car wash. Basically, I was a car washer, right? Like whether whatever direction you want to call, right? Car washer is I used a universal thing and always just use one thing to do whatever. You could, you know, grab a little bit of this. And we see this inside the specialist group inside of our, you know, hey, can I grab this and kind of do this and make it do this? I mean, you can, but, you know, that's kind of like a universal car washer. And there's yep. a difference between that and a specialist. Yep. So we got three different cars, right? Let's go over them in a sense. We'll just do it real quick. It's not so much about the cars, but garage queen. We got a daily driver. And then we got something that's crazily neglected. Okay. Three different types of cars. So overall process, let's start out, right? Should it be the same then for every person? Should you use a generic and just use the same thing and put it all over all these different parts? And you got these different cars. Or should I begin to start thinking about, okay, I'm a specialist and that's either a paid specialist or I'm a specialist on my own vehicle. I should start to really begin to understand this material is different from that. This substance is different than that. And I maybe, maybe there's products designed specifically for that. So universal or specialist? Well, I, I think anybody that cares about cars as a professional or DIYer needs to be a specialist. And this has been my argument about rinseless and waterless. I find it very difficult for somebody to tell me you're not going to mar the surface of an extremely dirty truck when it has mud all over it doing waterless and rinseless. Right? No pressure washer. No, I mean, just just a sheer spraying it and wiping it with a towel i'm agitating all that mud and dirt right in i kind of like a pressure washer for those right Uh, at least to knock off that tough stuff and get me to a place where i can do a responsible rinseless and waterless it's the same kind of theory with polishing you know for those that are starting their career in polishing paint or those that are experienced in it what speeds up your process the most when you can start to assess the car right Hey, I'm doing a one step on this. Let me grab uh, this polish, this compound, three dots of this polish, one dot of compound, boom, look at this, 90% of the defects gone, right? That's what starts to speed you up and make you a specialist. The same goes for taking care of cars. It sounds simple, but if I have a neglected car and I have a garage queen, the garage queen I can wash and maintain 50 different ways. The neglected car to me, I'm looking for a product like Cleanse. I want to really deep cleanse the surface. I don't have any protection I'm worried about. I need to get this thing stripped down and I need to get this thing rolling and I need to get it brought back to life. And that I wouldn't necessarily take cleanse on a garage queen that has light dust on it. That product doesn't make a ton of sense. That daily driver that's pretty well taken care of, but not perfect got a little protection underneath it. I may take foam wash because it's got enough power to clean but I don't take cleanse because I don't want to take the wax or sealant it has on it off the surface. And so this is where you get into that assessment problem that so many people, as soon as I see a guy that goes, this is my favorite soap. I use it all the time in my business. Great. I hope that's all the cars you're taking care of. You look at ours, foam wash, cleanse, rinseless, waterless, all four of those are available on every one of my trucks and my shop included. 
And it's an assessment thing. What am I going to do? What does this car need? And then I go from there. All right. So the, let's, let's go through that. I'm glad you mentioned all those and it's specifically washing, right? So if I've got three different types of cars that I'm going to choose from, and I've got four different products, cleanse, foam wash, eco one and uh, ceramic snow. How do I begin to choose? I know you mentioned a couple, like, you know, if I'm dirty and I'm doing cleanse, uh, yeah. I get it. But how do I overall begin to start assessing a car? The number one thing to do, as you said, is to assess a car at the start. Yep. Give us some just real quick, very basic, you know, how do I begin to start assessing a car? Well, first of all, you can, you can walk around the car and say, you know, I got tar on the bottom, right? You've all seen that on a neglected car. You go, wow, that's a lot of tar down there. Uh, you can look at just the, the bottom part of a car is where I start to assess how well something's been maintained or where, where it's been. You could have a well-maintained car that just went in a mud party, right? On a truck that just went off-road and enjoyed itself. But what I want to do is I want to assess, do I have bug guts all over the front that look like they've been there, you know, for 20 years? Okay. Do I have brake dust built up? That's probably the number one swipe test I do is walk up to that rim and give the old, what are we looking at here? You know, you, you have times it comes back kind of light brown. You got times that maybe deep brown. Then you have the black on your finger and you go, uh-oh look in the barrel of the rim, you know, you can start to put piece together very quickly on the front end of the car and looking at the, the driver's side rim, the situation that you're in. Now that may take you some time, but you can make an, an assessment. So what will it tell us, right? If I see, and this is why I bring it up. I think it's so valuable for people. And they're going to, well, why are we even talking about this? Right? Because if you're going to be into maintenance, yep. you first have to start wondering how this car has been, maintained or neglected and so those key points are going to tell us a lot right bugs because well bugs if they sit too long we know they cause damage so if there's a lot of and it's not necessarily that you're looking at to see if there's bugs but those little imprints into the clear coat that look like a little splatter and you go to wipe and it doesn't really wipe off Etching. That's not something that's going to come off. It's been etched into the clear coat. If you've got that, then we know it has been neglected. The inside yep. barrel of the rim, right? Because somebody can go through a car wash yep. and, you know, the face is going to be great. But I'm so glad you brought that up. You go and check that inside barrel of the rim. We know immediately this isn't being maintained on a regular basis. Yeah. And now you have an assessment of on a well-maintained car, you might be able to get away with four to one TRX on the rims and on the tire, right? We've, we've seen guys do that. You do that. I do that. It's get it in the foamer, get it everywhere. This is an easy rim to clean. No big deal. All of a sudden I got a dirtier rim. Fuego's a no brainer. I'm not even, my TRX has now gone from four to one to probably 50, 50 personally, right? All of these things change because I'm not looking the biggest mistake I see in car care, and people are going to think that this is because I sell chemicals and it's really not. I have in my life used wheel acid, as have you, probably the best wheel cleaner you ever used with those original acids that would like strip your face off if you got them on yourself. You didn't want to spray them into the wind because it was like your face would fry off, but we know the dangers of that. But this is the thing. We will I'm mix so our chemicals. Yeah, so good. They work so well. I mean, it, your rim would look brand new, but it was like, you know, you'd also, if you got it on yourself, your skin would burn. 
So I do it. Look at an interior. Let's just say you walk around because you do mostly lightly soiled vehicles and you walk around with your APC at five to one, six to one. All of a sudden I walk up to a car. It's filthy on the interior. We may be at three to one. We may be at 50, 50. Okay. This is the thing that I think we don't talk about enough in detailing at all. You're assessing what's going to make your life easier and also remove things in the safest manner. Sometimes if we don't have strong enough chemicals because we've kept them at this original dilution that on this car that was in really great shape, now I have to agitate it more. The more agitation, the more likely it is I'm going to mar the surface. We see this with our bug cleaner, right? Look, man, you're better off going through twice on the bugs than you are using a really harsh caustic cleaner that could stain and etch the paint worse. This is where we see the, the bad assessment properties of everybody. Use chemicals to your advantage to get the best result, and you can always rebuild back protection. You can always use things like spray coat to add protection at the end. You can do a lot of things. What you can't do is start over because you made a bad assessment, and all of a sudden maybe you've marred the surface of the paint because you didn't do a thorough enough rinse. I mean, that's one of the things I see we don't talk about enough on paint. A thorough rinse on the outside of a really dirty car goes a long way in making the wash process safe. And it's okay that there's nothing special about that, right? We don't have to muck that up with foam in the car and then rinse. No, no. Just give it a thorough rinse and then start your wash procedure. It's really okay. Absolutely. When I get those phone calls and they go, oh, my truck's pretty dirty, you want me to run it through somewhere? I go, hey, man, just go walk. Just go over to the one of those cells. Just get it rinsed off. If you do that, man, it's awesome. And here's yeah. why. Here's why. And this is why we bring it up. The number one question that you hear from a consumer and the number one question that you hear in most groups, minus ours, <laughs> the hyperclean specialist group, is how much or what do I charge? Right? So the benefit of knowing maintenance and knowing the way a vehicle will look will not only help a consumer to go, okay, wow, I see I've got some areas here that I've neglected. I see that. That's going to help me understand why somebody might charge me more to fix what I have neglected. And it'll also help a professional know, okay, I know I can look at these spots and then I'll know how much work it's going to take to actually get done because they haven't maintain it they have neglected it so i know that that price is going to go up yeah like i'll give you an example let's say somebody just is hell-bent they're not going to come to your shop and let you do an estimate if you tell them hey walk up to your rim and take a photo of the barrel of your rim you could tell if the interiors you don't even need a picture of the interior you've never seen a rim with like caked on brake dust that you go on the interior and go you know what this person's really done a good job taking care of this have you Never in my career. If there's caked on brake dust, you can bet the interior is wrecked. But what is everybody going to tell you? Hey, man, take a picture of the paint for me. Now, nah, take a picture of that rim. I can make a pretty damn good assessment of what's going on in the car. Just a little pro trick that, you know, look, maybe a lot of you guys already do this, but that barrel of the rim will tell. It, it's sort of like the armrest or the cup holder of the interior. That, like, middle console area, if I just got a photo of that, I didn't need to see the carpets. 
you know, and it just goes for polishing too. I just had somebody with a 2016 BMW take a picture and I said, Hey, can you pull it out in the sun? And I saw that gray black color of marring and I go, yeah, you can't one step that like we, we, we're going to need to do, do some serious work. And they go, Oh, you can't tell that from a picture. It's like, no, I know what black gray looks like. Like, that's why I told you to pull it in the sun. Cause they were refused to come down here, but it's like those little tricks that I guess I take for granted. And some of us professionals take for granted. That's just, you know, these spots on the car that show the, the maintenance level of a car. And like you said, a car wash misses a lot of it. So even somebody that goes, I go through a car wash weekly, you go, yeah, that's not really what we do. Let me explain. And that's why as a detailer, I've never, ever said what my company does in a big way is car washing. It's maintenance. How many car washes get in the barrel? Marty, you know, the car wash industry better than me. I can't imagine there's more than a few handfuls of car washes that do that around the country. Man, there's some automated ones that do a good job of going circular and they got these really aggressive brushes and they clean that face really well. And then they come through with some high pressure water and, and rinse it off. Yep. And again, if you have black rims, you want a real aggressive brush on them. I wouldn't think so. So again, this is where, you know, to get back to, to things like slick and spray coat and all these other things, where do they come into these, these, this part of your process? Well, to me, that's why it's every time, every time I touch a personal car of mine, every time I touch a customer's car, it's getting slick. It's getting spray coat one or the other. It's getting a protectant every time we touch it. I don't do this last X number of months. This that's why it doesn't resonate with me. We, if a car, if we're already going through the process of touching and washing the car, I'm adding even eco one. Let me give people my process on Eco, Eco One, and I know a lot of people are going to laugh at this. We do a door panel. It's, it's wiped down rinseless. I take a couple spritzes of slick, put it on that panel, and then we dry it. Doesn't matter that it's infused with that. I'm going to go the extra mile because I want the car to look as good as I can make it look in that process and that procedure. And I want to add that little bit of protection. So call what I do overkill. I don't really see it that way. This stuff is so easy to work with spray coat, slick, these types of products. I think it's encouraged me to use it more because we come from the era where spray waxes. If you put it on a car, you'd have to buff it for three days. So now I'm like, yeah, we can use it this quick. Great. I, I, I guess I could be looked at as overkill, but I, I honestly think it's just part of a great process to use these products to your advantage. And I think the quickness is what everybody's going to love, you know, so to close out everything, <laughs> spray coat quickness is definitely the big one. Instant hydrophobics, instant ceramic. You're going to see it. It's really that visual. And then coming back and rinsing it back off and seeing that water. Listen, it's going to sheet. It's going to bead. It's going to fall all the way off. Not beading as the way you think of like that, that really small super bead. It's more of that, bigger bead that then just falls Sheets off the off. paint yeah. i mean literally in this video we did of that that really old car <clears throat> is it sheeted for most of the part and then it broke off into these big old beads that just fell all the way off and the half side of this car that we put it on was dry i don't know how to explain how unbelievable that is to dry yeah. a car on the inside and you know we're inside a closed area and rinse it and let it just dry it was crazy. 
But of course, we're going to recommend coming back with the Orange Crush, maybe a little air, the big chug if you got a big SUV, of course. But listen, you're going to get incredible results. It's going to be very quick and you're going to have a great time using it. So, yeah. And, and I want to say this to, to everybody honestly, use it all the time. That's what it's designed for. I mean, just it, that's what it, to me, that instant, I can take care of my car. I can take care of a customer's car. We got a post in the HyperClean specialist group that somebody asked and we said, Hey, stay tuned. We may have a solution. You got that guy that's not willing to pay for something and you can kind of, you know, find a way to upsell them on something that takes you two seconds. This could be a great fit as well. This product is something we've been honestly trying to find and perfect because if you notice, not a lot of people in our industry have this this level of product because it's hard to develop. It's very hard to get this right. And we actually had too strong one and it, <laughs> we had this problem and that problem. And then, I mean, you fight a lot of things and I'm really proud of everybody that was involved and I hope everybody enjoys it, but we haven't had a launch like this in a long time where we're just super excited about what this does for our company. Yeah, no doubt. All right. I got to get back to finishing off my, uh, my yeah. beer. Got to get back to the shipyard. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get back to it. My rim job's getting a little messed up, but you know, wow. I'll, I'll get it fixed up. Check out Marty on OnlyFans. Marty Hill, <laughs> 11 on OnlyFans. Check out him putting stuff on his glass. Um, but anyway, can't thank everybody enough. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> See y'all. Have a great See week. <laughs> <laughs> too much fun. Too much fun. All right. Hey, so when you hear this, go right now hypercleanstore.com use the hyperclean store app on your uh on your app or your play store whichever is easier for you you gotta grab some spray coat you're absolutely gonna love it spray it rinse it off <laughs> get out there and enjoy your car life hey this is marshall and i whatever you do spraying how much on your rims your glass or onto your paint whatever you do make it a great day